0: episode 12 of hebrews in exile rabbi robert b holman jr and sean appleton continue an open discussion on the immortal words of marcus garvey and how it relates to the current day hebrew in exile don't go anywhere
1: This is Hebrews in Exile. This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And uh, we're coming to you today to talk about Hebrews in Exile. And one of the reasons why we have taken up the cause of this subject matter is because the Most High has dispersed Israel, the Hebrew nation of Israel, throughout the four corners of the whole world. And Hebrews and exile are everywhere not just here in the United States however because we live in this America or this United States and we were brought here uh, via the transatlantic slave trade mm-hmm. uh, we are we are impacted by all of the conditions that and you've heard me say this before in other podcasts we are impacted by all the conditions that he has expressed to us, the Most High, that is, in Bereshit, that would be Genesis, chapter uh, 28, verses 15 through 68. And uh, yet and still, as we move into this 21st century, we're not aware of Mm -hmm. really, in the words of Marvin Gaye's song, what's going on.
0: What's going on?
1: And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've been... I've been quite, I've been quite uh, impressed with a gentleman that I'm just now beginning to look at his writings and his sayings and understanding uh, within those sayings the depth of what he speaks about. And I don't know if the historians really grasp what uh, Marcus Garvey is really saying to us. And this is another one that I picked up this week as I was reading a quote from him, which says, If we as a people realize the greatness from which we came, we would be less likely to disrespect ourselves. Mm. Um, As I listened to that, as I read that, the key word in in the quote is the greatness from which we came. Yeah, yeah. The greatness from which we came, mm-hmm. and the greatness from which we came is is much deeper is much deeper than our our ancestors who were subjected to Jim Crow slavery here in this nation mm-hmm. that that's that word, the greatness from which we come, right, right the right. greatness from which we come we're talking about hebrews in exile right and um to not know our heritage to not know our roots to not know who we're connected to and where we've come from is part of the problem that we are faced with in this westernized place where we have been
0: Right, because we we have been given a narrative from, like you said, when we landed on or Plymouth Rock landed on us, that we're a, a subservient group of individuals that lack the ability to excel. Right, and and scripture has proven otherwise. We are descendants from kings. I mean, Joseph ran a country you've got BCL and his uh, f- forgive me for, I know his name starts with an O. He had an assistant and those two individuals were the general contractors for the Mishcon. Oh, they had the artistry right. that was given to them by the most high. I mean, the things that we've achieved and that's, I think the key thing that's in that statement that you read, which yeah. is understanding
1: where that greatness where comes greatness from. Where that greatness comes from. Right. You know, and you know, I've, I'm still trying to get over Black History Month and I don't think I'm ever going to get over it this no. year no. because yeah. I am, I am, I'm so saddened by the narratives that I'm listening to from the professors, or the professors of philosophy and the professors of black history and black knowledge and yet and still they can pontificate about the greatness of things and leave out the greatness mm-hmm. of 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 Marcus Garvey's uh statement that he's given to us to understand that there is a genius and there is a greatness from which that we come that if we only understood that we would be a better people and the reason why we're not a better people is because we keep li- we keep relying on the excuse okay that you know, well, we came to this country. We were separated from our families, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and we have all of these. We have all of these. Um, um, uh, uh, what's what's the word? What's the word? I'm trying to look for um, these these issues that are systemic to our life that we don't have nothing to nothing. We have had nothing to do with that's mm-hmm. altered our. Ability to understand our culture, to understand our origin, and to understand who we are.
0: Man, yeah, that's that. I feel like that. Like we said earlier, that incantation that's been put on us because we're here. We think that everything starts at slavery. Yeah, and we don't go anywhere even further back to to understand that that these Ethiopians, Phoenicians. These are all individuals that are people of melanation that ruled the world yeah at one time. Yeah. And then how all of a sudden and we know the answer to this again. Deuteronomy De- twenty eight, Deuteronomy. Why you know, we're in a state that we're
1: in. You know, and and it it bothers me that we don't understand that our ancestors were Hebrew people mm. whom the most high deemed so important to him that he gave them he gave them the richest of everything that he had when we talk about the scripture well and and you know we get get into this and you know uh my father owns the cattle on a thousand hills that's <laughs> kind of that's kind of a that's kind of a sarcastic mm-hmm. response to an issue that has a much deeper meaning mm-hmm. and only our ancestors only our ancestors uh abraham yitzchak Yaakov, uh the 12 hebrew sons 630 uh thousand, thousand men yeah. about 8 million uh Hebrew people coming out of Mitzrayim and finally traversing into the land that the Most High called uh, the land that flowed with milk and honey mm-hmm. can understand that statement. Mm, right, right. They can totally understand it. That my father my father, owns everything. The cattle on the thousand hills are his. Right, They right. Un- right. They understood that.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So and yeah and <laughs> with the lack of understanding our greatness we have allowed this westernized civilization to dilute us right right and to belittle us and cause us to lose our self-esteem yeah our self-worth our pride in our in our culture because and, it's you been know, handed when, to us. Yeah, and when I when I say that, when I say that, I am not saying that in relationship to everybody, uh, but it is somewhat of a norm mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a stigma on on people of color everywhere in the world, mm, right right because we've been demonized mm-hmm. uh and i think in some respect we bought the farm
0: yeah yeah you so know i was going to ask you you know what is the biggest contributor speaking to uh an african american in the united states as to why we keep believing that narrative i mean is is it a, a, we just are just in the propaganda of of this culture and that's what it depicts i mean it's like we kind of know this inherently but we don't take it any further
1: i mean i recognize that mm. we have been placed under the thumb of a minority ruling force right right the 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 other nationality of people who are not people of color are are they are a minority By comparison to the other two-thirds of the family that the Most High has created uh, from Shem and from Ham, which are people of color. Right, right. They are a minority ruling force. But they are a minority ruling force for a specific purpose Mm -hmm. and a specific cause that the Most High is using them Mm -hmm. in order to cause us mm-hmm. in exile or the Hebrew people mm-hmm. to cry out to him and turn back to him. Yeah. Like there's a knowledge about what's really true. But you but but and we're here to suppress it. But you're not gonna you're not gonna understand that. Yeah. If you keep reading the Bible as a spiritual work that's 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 being Taught and preached as if it 's just a non uh, fiction um, a non fiction a nonfiction novel yeah, I mean because
0: i i, I don 't know if you feel this way, but I mean the way that you know you, you kind of don 't listen to modern day preachers and and so called teachers of the world today, but it seems like they could use any book to go ahead and deliver a sermon because literally what they 're taking is. Issues that are in scripture, that are in text, in commentary, and they're simply just saying, yep, this is what happened. Let's draw the parallel. What did, what was he doing in this particular situation? He was exhibiting love. He was exhibiting this. And this is how we should function. It's this... You don't, don't even get back to the root of the or the organicness of the text and what it's talking about because we're always trying to make an allegory to what's happening today in reality.
1: Yeah, and it's much deeper than that. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's it's much deeper than that because you know, st- looking looking at looking at the statement that Garvey has said, mm-hmm. if we understood the greatness mm-hmm. from which we come, right. See, if you and I don't understand the greatness from which we come, then we will accept a negative narrative.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And I realize that there are a lot of families of color that are teaching their children, you know, and giving them the strength to understand that I am somebody.
0: Right. Right. You know, exactly. I'm
1: somebody. I'm somebody, and I'm I'm a force. I'm a force to be reckoned with. I'm a right. force to be dealt with. Right. I am I am somebody, and they're building this self esteem into their children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This needs to be the action of every black mother and every black father with every black child that there is. However, mm-hmm. we mm. can't get to the inside of it without going back to the foundation and explaining to our children how great their forefathers were. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about forefathers in slavery. I'm talking about forefathers that, from which we are a generation, generation, generation. You just number the generations from, from, from Israel and exile to where we are. We are connected back to the father's people and we are a generation in this 21st century Mm -hmm. that are a part of them so if we start looking at the historical content Mm -hmm. of the greatness that exists within within that we have within us we could much better begin to start appreciating each other and my for god's sake get out of this crab syndrome idea of you know of of somebody somebody don't being better so what if somebody's better than you at something Mm -hmm. appreciate Mm it right right embrace it right you 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 examine
0: it and you appreciate like you said the the greatness with found within them you don't see what you're seeing as is a selfish arrogant way of of demonizing another person yeah. because you're not seeing the greatness that the most
1: high put in them to uplift the culture right you know and putting it and bringing it into into modern context mm-hmm. you know we're we're out in the streets dancing the jig over the fact that some white cop just got right. convicted yeah. uh, for for killing a Hebrew a Hebrew Israelite in mm-hmm. the street well okay celebrate that right. But the greater celebration would be mm-hmm. to understand the greatness from which you came
0: mm-hmm.
1: and embrace that. And if you begin to embrace that, mm-hmm. all of this other stuff would line up. And mm-hmm. and I would say magically, or I would say spiritually, it would simply go away. Right. But see, you know what? You, you hit
0: on something that was... Look at how... An issue of getting just some justice, some we're, justice, just just a something, little, a little bit,
1: something. We we and got we're
0: out picking a bale of cotton, rolling
1: down the aisles, and, and doing yeah. every, doing backflips. And and wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and, and you know, I'm not. I, we're we're not disparaging that. Right, we're not. Right, we're not. Right. I'm not. I'm not putting that down. Right. No. I agree. I'm just I agree. simply saying, if you understood the greatness mm-hmm. from which you came, you. And I are the products of what Sean mentioned earlier. We are the products of kings and queens. We are Mm -hmm. the products of royalty. Right. Even before Avraham. We are the products of nations. We are the products. We are the products of of people with genius. Mm. Which which explains the genius that evolves out of individuals that happen to rise, rise, the cream that say the cream rises to the top. Oh, right. Well, we are you and I are a product of that cream that rises to the top. Mm-hmm. And there are some of us that get to the top. Mm-hmm. There's some of us that don't. But let's 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 appreciate the cream. Mm, yeah. And let's aspire to at least be in the cream mix. Right. Let's be let's be part of the ingredients that make cream. You may not rise to the cream, right. but at least be part of the ingredients that make cream cream. Right, right, right. Oh, that's powerful, man. You know, mm. and and if we would we would start acknowledging mm. the if you knew if you knew how great of a mind that a certain person in Scripture, by the name of Bezalel, yeah, a young lad, uh, he's he's about thirteen years old. He's doing all of the. When yeah. the Most High chooses him to be the general contractor to build the tabernacle, yeah, to oversee yeah. the building of the of the tabernacle, right. This is genius, man. This is a black man. This is an African, so to speak. This mm-hmm. is this is a this is a this is a young man that comes out of the continent, mm, and right. and you go figure out. You go figure out how, you know, put this put this in the back of your mind. This All is right. not this okay. is not a story, right? This is real, right? We're not going to spiritualize it, right? You go figure out how. You follow the dictates of the Most High who tells you, I'm going to give you 66 pounds of gold. Right. And I want One you piece. to hammer out a menorah that has six bowls, seven bowls all together, and a, six bowls on a main stem mm-hmm. making seven. Mm-hmm. And it, it's ornate with pomegranate leaves and what have you. And. You're doing this with a hammer, and you can't cut it. <laughs> right. These are not modern tools. He didn't have to go down to you the know, lows of the Home it, Depot. It, and and you, <laughs> you, go look, you go look at a menorah. I don't care what kind of menorah you look at. And mm-hmm. Read the scripture of the details of what it's, what it, what it's supposed to look like. Right. And ask yourself a question. How does a person do that? At that young age. How does he have the skill to do that? Then you read the text, and the most says, I have filled him with all wisdom and artistry. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now, when we, when we look at the greatness of who we are, like I told you, I can't get out of this black history stuff because I'm trying to get our people to understand that the genius that you have is not an accident. It's not. It's not. The Most High created you with this genius. He put this creativeness in us to be able to do the things that we're able to do. And all he ever needs, and even to this day, all the Most High ever needs is an individual that's willing to be submissive to his will Mm -hmm. and do what he asked them to do. Those are the people that rise to the top.
0: So to emphasize what you just said. You were created in the image of the Most High. Absolutely. Correct? Okay, so the very first thing that we read about in Bereshit, which is Genesis, the first verse is the Most High did what? Created. Created. So, right, you don't even get past this into the second sentence before you understand if you're in the image of the Most High— And the Most High, the very first thing is creating
1: something. So you, you, it's there. Yeah, and and then you look, you look, and you study, you study all of the individuals after Adam, Mm -hmm. and all of the individuals after Adam, after Adam are great, are great people. Mm. Even the ones that are bad are great. Right. (laughs) Yeah. They all possess that, you that, know, that, that gravitas. Uh, they have this and this, they have this wherewithal of creativeness. Mm-hmm. So getting back to Mark, Marcus Garvey's statement. Oh, well, before you go in, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question
0: for you. OK, because you asked the question and I, I, you're stuck in black history. Yeah. And I'm going to answer your question for you. You're never going to get out of that. You're, you're going to say, it's going to probably be like, oh, I thought I was going to get out of it this week, next month. You're going to be in it the whole entire time you're in scripture because that's what it is. Yeah. It's black history. It's black history.
1: So it is. You can't, and, 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 and you know what? <laughs> that's why you can't you know leave, leave it alone. If, <laughs> as he if looks towards look, the scene. I, I don't like to mention people's names, but I I have to because... They're they're the dominant trigger that's always being called upon. Okay, if the Cornell West of the world mm-hmm. would understand Hebrew biblical history, it would add to his wealth of knowledge concerning the blackness of the black man and why the black man is way is the reason why he is. We got to get out of we got to get out of the Greek narrative. Mm-hmm. That is the orchestration of the Greeks who are people that are not of color mm. and they are not the father's people. We need to get over in our book and we need to read the, we need to read about the history of our people, okay. understand about the greatness of our people. and as Marcus Garvey said once again, mm. a people who don't understand their culture and don't understand their origin from which they come are a people who don't have any roots. Trees with no roots. Mm. I'm still disturbed about this, mm. but and, I, and I'm, yeah. I, mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mm-hmm. mean, no, no disrespect to uh, Cornell West, not at all, because I, I understand that he, he's he's uh, he's he's knowledgeable yeah. and what have you. But you see, the knowledge of the Most High and His people is the greatest knowledge that a person can have because the knowledge of the Father and his people and the Father's word is filled with three things that are Mm -hmm. critical to the human individual Mm -hmm. and that's wisdom, Mm -hmm. knowledge, and understanding.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And to be wise in one's own ways is foolishness. But to be wise in the ways of the Most High brings a whole, brings you to a whole different playing ground. Mm. And it's not about, it's not about the old church thing about jumping up, spitting a pail of cotton, and going through all these motions. Mm-hmm. It's about knowledge. The most high, the most high said it himself. He said, My people are destroyed for wow. the lack or the want of knowledge and I'm with I'm with Marcus Garvey here.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: I'm I'm with yeah. him in both statements that he that he makes because both statements that he makes are statements that are deeper than the current narrative for which that they're being used. Right. And I think the man understood some things that 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 have gone beyond the ability for westernized minds to grasp and understand because he was a deep thinker. Mm, which is what, duh, (laughs) Hebrew people are deep thinkers. Strategic. Our forefathers were deep thinkers. Abraham was a deep thinker. Uh, 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 Jacob, Yaakov, was a deep thinker. King David was a deep thinker. Yeah. And I'm talking about people that are on the left side of the of, of the Bible. I'm not talking about people on the right side. I'm talking about people on the left, left side, side of the right. Bible. Because the people on the left side of the Bible, that part of the Bible is a narrative from A to Z about people of color. Right. It's our it really is our our true black history book. That's why you can 't leave stop spiritualizing yeah. it right and look at the narrative within the historical content that's there, and you'll be able to see you from A to Z without blinking your eye and you don't have to you don't have to jump up and speak in a whole bunch of tongues about it it's history right, right. about
0: us right, and that's the thing about. Uh, speaking probably to just Hebrews in exile period all over the world. And when I look at things that come out from Hollywood, and we grasp onto it, like the coming to the Mer- coming to Americas and the, and the Wakandas and all those kinds of things that come out in these movies, and it shows black opulence, this ostentatiousness of black people, and we grasp onto it because there's pride that's there's in pride it. there. And yeah. so when you look at scripture from a standpoint that says that that's talking about you, yeah, that's yeah. talking about your ancestry, and you don't spiritualize it. I think you're going to get this what we what what pastors are probably having an issue with today this great falling away because they see through the bs i wanted to use a different word there but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh, my kids listen yeah. to this so dad <laughs> but at, at at any rate you 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 they're like listen
1: see, I, I don't have a connection to this see our problem as people of color is this we want somebody to inspire us and move us emotionally mm. so i need a td jakes to to move me emotionally even though for a hebrew teacher of scripture he ain't saying nothing right that's correct i need right. i need i need my pastor to get up there and preach like One of my relatives asked me, "What can, what can?" uh, Speaking about me, as a matter of fact, "What can, (laughs) what can the boy preach?" (laughs) You know. Well, hey, I'm number one. The the Most High doesn't call everybody to. (laughs) 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 Are you okay? (coughs) Need some water? (laughs) 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 He doesn't call everybody to go through those physical gyration. Which comes out of slavery by the way. Yes. He he calls us to be teachers. Mm-hmm. To teach. He said he said to Mache, Teach my people. Uh, yeah. yeah. Teach my people. He didn't say and and, and then the, the, the problem becomes one. I mean, is that what you define as preaching? Mm. I mean, and, and they don't get it wrong. I lived in that neighborhood. Okay. I lived in that neighborhood. Because I listened to some people, some great teachers, and I'm going like, why is everybody flocking over there? They can't preach. Right. They weren't preaching. <clears throat> they were teaching, and people were flocking to hear people teach mm. and I used to ask myself a question. I says, I says well, their pastor is a great orator. Mm. Why are they leaving him and going over here to listen to this man? That's boring, mm. but it was boring to me at that point because it was teaching. Right. And I wanted to hear somebody, I wanted to hear him grab his head, grab his ear, and shake the mic, and go through all those gyrations. But the Most High didn't, Did he didn't, that's not what he asked us to do. Right. And all of this narrative that we're going through, Hebrews and and in exile, are things that we have learned. It's a learned behavior that we have learned in slavery, mm. and we keep talking about we don't want to be in slavery, but we haven't shaken we haven't shaken all the all the all the minutia that's 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 that's, that's that we atta- that we've been attached to over the over the decades of time mm. in being in slavery.
0: Right. If you want to get
1: out of slavery, then get rid of all of it.
0: Right. And that includes going up into your pulpit. Get rid of all of it. Yeah. And dealing with it.
1: Get rid of all of it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Because here's the issue. Within the understanding of this greatness, reading... What we call the scriptures, and we call them the scriptures. As a matter of fact, from a Hebrew perspective, we don't call them scriptures at all. We call it the Tanakh. Mm-hmm. You know, we call it the Torah, the Nevi'im, the, Nivim, the, the Nivim, Ketuvim, and the Ketuvim. The Torah, the prophets, and the writings. And the writings, yes. That's what we call it. Mm-hmm. And we study it, we study it, and we teach it. From its, hysteri- from its historical application in terms of one thing. What did the Most High say? Right. We're not interested. We're not interested in what anybody else has got to say. What did the Most High say? Right, right. And the Most High, the Most High within the greatness of who we are In Exodus, when he delivered us out of Mitzrayim, out of slavery, he delivered us to be free men and women. He didn't deliver us to be slaves. He delivered us to be free men and women. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why we're in this slave mentality is because we rejected the greatest Power and the greatest being of all Mm. to accept the God of another people. Yeah. When we had, we had, we had, we had the best. The best of the best. We had the best. We had the best. Let's go back into the narrative and let's read the narrative. Nations feared us. Absolutely. Go read They, feared, they yeah. feared us. They feared the very presence of us. They feared the very sound, the sound. of us. Here they come. <laughs> That's greatness. We mm. were kings. Not only was King David a great king, Hezekiah was a great king. Mm-hmm. Those are two kings in scripture that were two of the greatest kings in the history of. Our people? Yeah,
0: and we lose all kind of side of that because and, we don't we don't make the connection back to it.
1: Exactly, because we're too busy talking about somebody else who's not a king,
0: right? Don't yeah, I don't want to
1: go there. We weren't going to break that <laughs> no, out. No, yet. well, it's okay. He's not a king. <laughs> he's not a king. A spirit. He's not a king. And scripture says he's not a king. See the the the, the left side of the left side of the book says. He's not a king right because the most high says that I'm the king mm-hmm. I'm your savior I'm your king I'm your deliverer I'm your redeemer and I'm your rock all you got to do is go read 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 the prophets read Isaiah right Start in chapter 44 44 45 read it he'll tell you hey I'm I'm and 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 and, bef- and before me there has been no other uh-huh. and there will be no other after me right and within that, he has formulated a people of greatness mm-hmm. for whom you in exile are connected to that greatness. And I ain't trying to preach. I'm just trying to push the point across so that you can feel the, you can feel the impact of what's true versus what's not true. Yeah. Your sons and daughters don't have to be alcoholics they don't have to be drug addicts mm. Which there's the a greatness. there's a greatness within them that that the western civilized culture has has dulled has dulled and 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 put us to and rocked us to sleep mm-hmm Thinking that we're not look, the Amanda, uh, uh what's the girl's name? The poet? Amanda uh, right what's your name? Not right, what's your name, Amanda? Well, you know what you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking about. All right. The young poet, she's great. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's great. Mm. And the issue of her greatness at her age is she hasn't even yet scratched the depth of what the father's going to bring out of her. Yes. To do one thing, bless his people. You know,
0: I'm going to tell you what, let me change gears on you a little bit here, but it's still it's in the same vein of what you're talking about. I, I just don't see how, even as, as we're speaking, the parallels that we're in right now with, with scripture period, You mentioned that piece a minute ago about the children of Israel being in slavery. Yeah. And they cried out to the Most High. Most High delivered them. And they got right out of bounds. And the Most High struck. I mean, literally, we just came out of slavery ourselves. And now that we're individuals like we are, we're kind of, we we need to understand that what the children of Israel are going through or what we're going through right now. So if you're going to make it a, a parallel to anything, you know, let's make it in context. And I'm speaking to those individuals that are in, in stewardship of, of being a pastor on Sunday mornings and understand and making that correlation to so you can make people understand their connection to scripture. And
1: that's all this is about. You. At- you don't have to holler at people anymore. Sit down and teach them the truth of their history. You don't have to go to college to study black history. Open your Bible from Genesis to Chronicles and you got all the black history you ever want right. to study. And don't be apprehensive about it. Don't be apprehensive about it. I and mean, the black history don't that grasp you, it. And the black history that you're reading to study comes directly from the one who created you. And it's not filtered. Hello. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just saying I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I saw I saw Garvey's I saw Marcus Garvey's statement and, the, and, and it just it just resonated with me. And I, I'm, I guess you're right. I'm never going to get out of black history, but because as long as we study scripture, yes. we're going to be. And I said scripture. Scripture, my dear Hebrews in exile. It's Genesis to Chronicles. That's scripture. Mm. Everything on the right side of that book that you carry, it's called the New Testament. is Greek commentary on Hebrew Scripture. Now I want you to listen to what I said. All right. That's all right. Greek commentary all on right. Hebrew Scripture.
0: Mm.
1: Now, I want you to put this in, put this, put this in the back of your mind. Okay? If I were to tell you that um, your biography of who you are as a person, Mm -hmm. okay, is you, but the commentary about you is written by a nationality of people that's not you, how much sense would that make? It'd be some propaganda and it'd probably change some things. I'm going to say it again. Mm. The information on the right side of the book that's called the New Testament is Greek commentary on Hebrew spirit-contained history. All right. <laughs> My question to you is going to be this and let me let me let me let me me stay let me stay civil Okay How in the world Is another nation of people Going to be able to write commentary About your ancestors and make it correct and make it true How they gonna do that Very slim chance doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense. And I don't yeah. care and I don't care what that narrative says. It has been written by a people that are not us. Right. At a time which I correct
0: me if I'm wrong, had some propaganda that was connected to it as to why
1: it is the way it is. The way it is. Yeah. I think that's your whole Constantine. Yeah, I mean I mean understanding that political understanding understanding that, you know, which you know, I had one of my I a person that knows me indicated that they were gonna have a hold of Snod. Snod. Like their father, Constantine. Mm. I'm going, yeah. But you keep telling me that you have acumen. I have acumen. I've studied. I have acumen. Well, your acumen's. Watch your mouth. (laughs) There it is again. Your acumen is backwards because the knowledge that you have is absent the true knowledge of the Father, your people his ways and the genius that resides in there. Right. The most high's ways that are spelled out by Moshe
0: in scripture, which I think you brought up earlier, which is that book in Hebrews that says that, what does it say? You don't do Oh, in Hebrews, Mo- Moses, yeah, in Hebrews, Moshe.
1: Yeah, in Hebrews, what is that? Hebrews chapter, <laughs> Hebrews chapter uh, 10, I think it is. I think it is Hebrews chapter 10. Uh, yeah, what's that? Oh uh, and twenty
0: eight? Twenty
1: eight, okay. Or no, it might be Hebrews 10, I I forget now. It's in T Hebrews ten, uh twenty eight or Hebrews ten uh and thirty. I'd have to look it up. Mm-hmm. But in in that book it says if you don't do what, what Mashe says, you'll die. Simply put. You know? <laughs> right. And and, and and while we're while we're doing the huckabuck and and you know, sweating and huffing, puffing and and making people jump and shout and jump around and what have you, they're lacking the knowledge to get them out of the situations that they're confronted with. And they're lacking in the understanding of the genius of who they are. Mm. And I think one of the reasons that is, is because we're, we're too busy trying to put ourselves in the forefront of what's going on and we want to be great and want to keep the people subservient. Well, I'm not interested in keeping people subservient. I'm interested in making people understand that they have the power to mm-hmm. become more than what they are. Right, And that's, um, that's key. Cause that's, that's yeah, the mentality. It's, it's yeah. Hebrews ten twenty eight, And I'm reading right. it from the King James. All right. Okay. Here we go. He that despises Moses law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Mm. Of how much sore punishment, suppose ye, shall he be through worth the worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sacrificed? Now, the latter <laughs> part of that. Right. I, i'm gonna put I'm gonna put the latter part of that in narrative, and i'm gonna put it I'm gonna put it back to you mm. the way that it should read. okay within the context of Hebrew text, it says uh, of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall be brought worthy who hath trodden under the foot the Son of God. Well, let's talk about, well, who is the Son of God? Okay. In uh, Shemot chapter... Help me out here. Shemot, Exodus 20. Um, In Exodus chapter 20 or Mm. so, he tells us Mm. who his son is. Let's let's, let's get it. And his his son his son is israel he only has one son and that son in scripture is is israel and if his son is israel then yes we've trodden underfoot his son you and i are israel and we have been trodden underfoot mm. and we have we have given up much much blood uh, in the in the narrative of of who we are, um, That's
0: good. It's very good. That's very good. So I mean, uh, we we we've kind of ad- and that's just good that you're identifying, you know, who the sun is because we get over there too many times and we allow because our lack of understanding where the Most High has us in scripture and who the son of the most high actually is we allow individuals to 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 persuade us in a direction that's not true you know, yeah, yeah. putting this putting this back on an individual again, which for me, when when I'm listening to you speak about this, this is the 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 dynamic that we're in now, which is individuals here, Hebrews in exile. It's not it's about an individual. Yeah. It's not about a culture of people, which if you look at what the most high has always set up, it has always been about a group of people. A group and of it's people, not about
1: you. No. Or no. it's not about a man. No, no. So when we get back to this to this text in Hebrew of, of doing the things that Moshe say and trodden underfoot the Son of God, we have to go back to Exodus uh, chapter four and verse twenty-two. It says, "It says I'm reading it now." Well, let me get it. Let me get it from the from the, from the King James. Let me get All it from right. the King James. Oh, uh, King James. Yeah, because most people have the King James. King Exodus James chapter, was Exodus chapter four. And verse number twenty-two. Hmm. Uh, come on, come on, come on, Exodus four and twenty-two. And it says, And thus shall thou say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord. In the Greek and the Greek in the Hebrew in the uh, New Testament writings, it uses the word lord for the word that would be in the hebrew which would be yahweh. Okay. Yod hevahe. If okay. you read is, if we read if read in mm-hmm. this hebrew it would say Yod hei vah hei. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yahweh. So thus saith Yahweh Israel is my son even my firstborn. Firstborn. Right. Now that's what the most high says. Then uh Ezekiel um, I think it's no it's Jeremiah Jeremiah 31 and 8 let's go there for a minute uh, Jeremiah 31 and verse 8 he says hmm,
0: is it verse 31 and 8? that's Jeremiah in in Hebrew if you were ever wondering which you probably are and, and what I'm doing here is I'm looking at our, our, our esteemed rabbi over here. Look at, I think that's what, coming out of the new book? Is that what you're yeah, looking at?
1: Yeah, that's coming out of the new book.
0: The book, yeah. So that's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to be a beautiful
1: thing too. He says it in uh, Jeremiah chapter number 31 and beginning at verse 9. It says, they shall come with weeping. And with supplications will I lead them. He's talking about us people, us Israelites in exile. He's going to bring us with with weeping. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in a straight way wherein they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel and Ephraim is my firstborn. So he's telling us that, that Israel is his firstborn Ephraim? Is his firstborn? If you know who Ephraim is, you mm-hmm. know who Israel. They're synonymous. They're the same people. Right. So he's telling us in Scripture who his first, who his firstborn is. Hold on, I'm gonna get back here. Me, I got to get back here. Exodus. No, so get back Shem- to Hebrews. Hebrews. So oh, get, okay. We Hebrews ten. We get back to Hebrews uh, ten, and what did I say? Twenty eight. Yeah, somewhere around twenty eight or 30, 30, 30. 10 and 30. 30, we get back there and it says, uh, those who do not obey Masha be, shall be put to God. And, 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 and he that despises Moses' law without mercy under two or three witnesses of how much uh, sore punishment suppose ye shall he be brought to he should be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot the son of God. Well, the son of God happens to be Israel.
0: And it's reiterated several times.
1: Out of the out of the mouth of the Most High. And I've counted the blood of the covenant. The blood of the covenant happens to be happens to be mentioned in art in art in our writings, in the Hebrew writings of Scripture. So you know when I look at these things without understanding people if you don't know the foundation mm. then you don't know what the commentators that are not your people are trying to make you believe right. and they try to twist they try to twist the Most High's words to make you believe a lie right right that's that's that's, that's not true Right. I just wanted to I just wanted to talk about and just kind of uh, piggyback on Marcus, Garvey's words about understanding the, the greatness that lies within us and if we understood that, we'd stop disrespecting each other and start building on each other and that's where we have to go. I mean the idea of black lives matter, that's fine, but you have to understand uh, the lives of Hebrew Israel matter a whole lot to the most high and in the end of days he's going to redeem you and you're once again going to be kings and queens in the land this has been rabbi robert b holman jr and sean appleton and
0: we say to you hebrews in exile
1: exile. Shalom. shalom